How are you doing, friends? Pastor Hanley here. And as you can see, we are in week two of, of this crisis, this COVID-19 crisis for our church. We are all learning how to minister the Word of God differently. As you notice, uh, since Amazon is not shipping non-essential products for the next month or so, uh, I'm using my, my earphone piece here to uh, get the best sound possible, learning how to do video. Thank you for those of you who are very patient with us. Last Sunday, we had kind of a panic. We had a little bit of a crisis where because of the governor's order, we canceled pre-recording uh, in our church sanctuary. We didn't want to risk um, our AV team coming out and, and either getting in trouble or exposing them uh, to the, the potential of contracting uh, COVID-19 in any way possible. So instead, uh, all three preachers went ahead and uh, practice trying to self-record ourselves. And so thank you for your patience. We're all learning and we're monitoring this situation week to week. But today I want to give a little bit of encouragement. Uh, and this encouragement applies to anyone, but in particular, uh, anyone who is a pastor or who is a spiritual leader in the church, paid or non-paid. Uh, and then obviously, because we're all called to be disciple makers, this applies to every believer in Jesus Christ. You know, we're in this time where I think we need to face reality. And reality is things don't seem to be getting better. So for the first two weeks, I think all of us were preaching and proclaiming and believing in, in this message of we shouldn't be afraid. Uh, we need to be reasonable, but we shouldn't panic. Instead, we need to trust in God. We need to fear God and place our faith in God. And that is absolutely true. That message never changes. We must trust in the sovereignty of God. We need to fear God more than disease. But at the same time, there's a reality where all of our hearts are anxious or were was anxious. And now I think in week two, many of us have kind of accepted this new normal, that this is how things are. This is the way of life for the foreseeable future, at least the next eight weeks. And we began to feel different emotions. Uh, some of you, and we're praying for you, that, that when you're at home and, and everything is shut down, you can't go to the gym, um, you, you began to feel a little bit of mild depression. You know, others feel cabin fever. You're locked at home, especially if you, if you have young children running around, screaming, and you're just so tired. And so I, I think for all of us as Christians, and especially pastors, uh, I think we need to look to God's word to see what does God, God's word say to our hearts during this season. Now, there's not one single passage that I can think of that directly speaks to COVID-19. I mean, all of scripture speaks to uh, COVID-19. And if you just Google on, on, on the internet, you'll find sermons on Psalm 46, Psalm 91, and, and, and the messages that we preached uh, at, at FCBC Walnut uh, these past two weeks. But but uh, one, one passage that comes to mind is in Exodus 14. Now, this is the famous passage of Moses. So imagine this, okay? The Israelites, God had delivered the Israelites from Egyptian slavery, and they're on their way to the promised land. God had led them out of slavery. He led them out so that he can lead them in to the place where he would dwell with them. But on their way there, they're early on in their journey, the Egyptians have a change of mind. And so here's Pharaoh's army coming. And the Israelites are trapped against the Red Sea. 
And so imagine if you are a pastor or spiritual leader, you are called and tasked to shepherd God's people and to lead God's people, and you're stuck. The Red Sea is there. God hasn't performed the miracle yet. He hasn't parted the Red Sea. And I know that the context of Exodus 14 is very, very different from COVID-19. But you can imagine where you are at as a spiritual leader. Okay, You see the disease coming. It's spreading. So this is not the Egyptian army. This is not a physical force coming at you. But you know that the pandemic is spreading. And you know that the people are growing anxious and fearful and they have nowhere to go. And so what do you do, right? And in Exodus 14, the, the people begin to cry out and they cry out, to, they cry out to Moses and Moses cries out to God. And God says, what are you doing, Moses? And gives him instructions. Now, for, for, for you and I, I don't think we're, we're going to raise our staff and, and part the Red Sea, but it's, we're, we're at that point where the Red Sea has not parted yet. There, there's no vaccine. There's no cure. God has not eradicated the disease, but the people's hearts are anxious and restless. So what do you do? And, and I can think of three applications. Again, different contexts, but we're taking applied theology through the lens of the New Testament gospel. Number one, I can think that you, we need to remember that we don't identify as Christians directly with the Israelites. Instead, we identify with Moses. And here's the difference. Number one, we have Christ. right? We have Christ. And while Moses is the mediator between God and the Israelites, Christ is our mediator, direct mediator, right, between us and God. And so what Moses had was a personal relationship with God. So even in the midst of crisis, God hasn't parted the sea yet. He sees this threat coming. Everyone's afraid. Everyone's restless. Everyone's looking to him. And the, he doesn't have answers. I don't have answers for you. Pastors don't have answers for you. But we have a relationship with God, right? We have a direct relationship with Christ, the way that Moses had a personal relationship with God. So number one, during this time, I don't think we have answers, but we have Christ. And if we have Christ, then that is, the, that is where we can find some comfort, that we can cry out to God. He listens to us. We can pray to Him. We can let Him know how we feel emotionally, how we feel physically. We can express our stress to Christ. And yes, we read the news. Don't read too much of it every hour. Yes, we stay up to date with the COVID-19 updates. But ultimately, we draw near to Christ. That's number one, Christ. Secondly, if you're a pastor or if you're a spiritual leader, if you're a pastor, you have not only Christ, you have a calling. Remember that God gave Moses a call to lead the people out of Egyptian slavery. He led them out so that he can lead them in to his presence in the same way as a spiritual leader your church if you're part of a local church your church has affirmed you as an elder or pastor and, and, and so because they've affirmed your character qualifications and because they affirm you as a spiritual leader remember that you as a spiritual leader a pastor or a leader has a calling you have a calling from God to lead your people and you need to give them you need to give them God's word right in the best way possible. And that's why we learn things like, like this, you know, like this headphone hanging off 
off. It's all weird. We're not professional uh, in terms of production, but, but we need to find a way to get God's word out. And, and, and that's what Moses had, right? The relationship he had with God gave him access to the word of God to share to God's people. And if you're not a pastor, if you're not a spiritual leader, this still applies to you. Because through a relationship with Christ, you have a calling in the sense where the New Testament authors look at the Exodus paradigm and they apply it to the story of redemption. If God has called you out from spiritual slavery to sin and death, then he has called you, he has led you out to lead you in to his presence, to a relationship with him, ultimately into his direct presence in eternity. But right now, God is there with you. So number one, we have Christ. Number two, we have a calling to lead God's people or to be led by God directly through his word. Right? And so if you have those two things, then I think there's a third thing. And yes, it starts with the C. Us preachers, we just can't help ourselves. But you have Christ, you have calling, and you have courage. You know, during this season, in the last two weeks, having to lead as, as part of the team of the church and leading, leading a church, um, we needed courage. And for me, I've been looking uh, and just, just studying the life of Moses more, just re-looking at, looking at over and over again Moses. And Moses' courage came, from, came from, from his relationship with God. Moses' courage came from knowing that the, that, that the Lord gave him his word. And that's why I believe that if you have Christ, a relationship with God through Christ, and if you have a calling where he called you out of spiritual slavery into his presence, and if you have a calling to lead God's people, then your confidence is not in knowing what's going to happen in the next eight weeks. Our confidence is not having answers for our people that can give them what they want. Our courage comes from the confidence we have in Christ and his word. So that's just a short devotional for you this morning. Uh, we love you more than you know.